Welcome to the Get Empowered podcast. This week, we are gonna be talking about manifestation, the universal laws, and actually be using this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey seemingly relationship as an amazing example of these universal laws coming into existence. I thought it'd be fun to kind of use the situation as a case study because often it isn't easy to see how manifestation actually works. And there are so many damn examples in their relationship situation, whatever is going on. So I thought it'd be fun to use this and talk about it and figure out how you can apply it to your own life. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast, your host Erica here. And this week we are going to be doing something a little bit different. We are gonna be using a case study for manifestation examples and really see how you can apply it into your own life. And I'm really excited to do that. I've never done this before. So you guys will have to let me know what you think, if you enjoy it, if it's helpful, if it helps you see how manifestation and the universal laws can come into play in your own life, okay? Now, first, what am I grateful for? couple things. First, I'm really grateful that it's fall. You know, by the time this releases, it will be October, which just blows my mind. I cannot believe how fast like this whole year has gone, but especially like I thought it was just September 1st, like the other day. And that just blows my mind that now we're in October. Like that's wild. Um, so I just love fall. I love the fall season, but I'm also really grateful that Kyle and I will be going up north soon and taking a four-day weekend to go hunting um at the day of this release the next like that upcoming weekend we will be going up north and having a four-day weekend and i'm just really really excited for that excited for some time excited for all these fun things that i have going on um in the month of october it's gonna be fun it's gonna be busy but it's gonna be good and i'm just really really grateful for it grateful for the ability to have a place to go up north in nature, grateful that Kyle wants to do those things with me, just really, really grateful for the opportunities and the privileges that I have. And so what am I loving? This also ties into what I'm grateful for a little bit. So I'm grateful for my friends as always. Um, But what I'm loving is last night we had a girls night and it was so much fun. We went to see Eliza Schlesinger and her show in Phoenix and I had the best time. If you do not know Eliza Schlesinger's comedy, it is so fucking good. She has like five or six Netflix specials. I'm obsessed with her podcast, Ask Eliza Anything. It is incredible. I absolutely love it. 
Um, and her, this was my first time seeing her live. It was my friend's second or third time seeing her live. And she was so fucking good. I don't think I've ever been to an official comedy show outside of like the guys that come and perform at college campuses sometimes. Like, I think I've been to one of those back when I was in college, but I haven't been like as an adult to official comedy show. And let me tell you, I had so much fun. I had so much fun, especially for like a big comedian that I've actually known. I take that back. As I said that, I realized I did see a comedian um, when I first moved to Phoenix with a group of friends, but I really didn't know the person. So I wasn't like super psyched. I kind of just went with them because why not? And it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. But this was really memorable. I had a great time. So what am I loving? Uh, comedy shows. What am I also loving? Girl nights. I got to tell you guys, if you are not someone that does like girl nights or boy nights or whatever, like just friend hangout nights, like don't get me wrong. I love a good day night. Day night's important, but like friendship nights also important, also so much fun. And I really think it matters to make that time in your life for your friends. And um, I just had such a good time. So that's what I'm grateful for. That's what I'm loving. A little dog update. Um, Miss Henny, our puppy, she is right next to me because, you know, she loves her mama and we have a little bit of separation anxiety that we are working through, but she's doing so good. The dogs are doing so well together. They love playing together. It's so nice to see her like getting safe and comfortable in our home. So yeah, I'm still a very obsessed dog bomb. So also loving that. Also grateful for that. And now let's talk all things manifestation, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And if you do not know this situation, let's give you like a very brief rundown and then let's dive in. You guys know I love manifestation. I love talking about manifestation. I love talking about the universal laws. And I thought it would be really, really fun to use like this seeming relationship. Obviously, we don't know. For all we know, it could be PR. And if it is, well, then damn, there are a lot of um, interesting things that show otherwise. But who knows, right? Who knows? But I thought it'd be fun regardless to see how manifestation can become reality. And I think that's very cool. And I've seen it in my own life. But I think it's kind of fun to take something bigger and more prominent in like social media, right in the public eye and see it become reality and come into existence. So if you do not know the situation, Taylor Swift, very famous singer. She's incredible. One of the top singers, if not the top singer right now in the world. She is on this huge tour that has, I believe it's going to be like a billion dollar tour by the end of it. She's just fucking crushing it in life. Let's be honest. I was an OG Taylor Swift fan. Like I've loved her since debut. I took a couple years off of like not really giving a shit, but I've always liked her music. Um, and I'm, just really diving back into her newer stuff and really enjoying it. And then we have Travis Kelsey, who is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so football, if you do not know, and they seemingly have a relationship. And this all started like the buzz of it started when he went on the podcast he has with his brother. And he joked about how when he went to the Taylor Swift concert in Kansas City, he wanted to give her his phone number on a friendship bracelet he made because that was like, part of this concert, right? Everyone was making friendship bracelets and passing them out. So he wanted to give her a friendship bracelet with his phone number. And apparently he wasn't able to, and he was disappointed. So that's like where this rumor mill started, because if you know, Taylor Swift, she really seems to date like other artists, other like actors or musicians, like that's her type. I don't think we've seen her with a athlete at all. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it again, I'm not I love her, but I'm not someone that like dissects every single part of 
her life or all of her relationships. Now, it may seem that's not the case with this episode, but I promise I normally do not like analyze every single fucking thing she does. And I know there's a lot of Swifties out there who do more power to you, but I just thought it was a very fun um, manifestation idea. So basically, long story short, he goes on this podcast and he says how um, he wanted to give Taylor his number. And then rumor mills were flying and they're like, are they together? Is this a thing? What the fuck could this be happening? And then Taylor Swift basically broke the internet by going to his game last week, which now at the time this comes out, it would be two weeks. So this has been a thing. I talked about it last week on the episode, how I just was loving it. Um, but she basically broke the fucking internet by going to his game, hanging out with his mom, and then going out with him afterwards and seemingly spending a couple days in Kansas city, presumably with him, which like, love that for you, girl. Like, good for you. Because honestly, let's switch it up. Let It seems like they have good energy matches. But now, how is this manifestation? First of all, can we just say, him speaking it into existence on his podcast, sharing with the world, oh, I want to get Taylor Swift's number. I think she's very attractive and I'm interested in her. Like, putting it into the universe. Okay, first, that's universal law of assumption, my friends. That is the universal law of assumption. You are thinking and like putting the energy out that this is your reality. And then guess what, honey? It's becoming your fucking reality. You could also put this under the law of infinite possibilities, which is basically saying what it sounds. There are infinite possibilities for every single experience. There are infinite timelines. So you can shift your timeline relatively easily by the energy that you're putting it into the universe and what you're speaking into existence. This could also be the law of transmutation. So the law of transmutation is basically saying when you have an aligned focus, you're going to get what you want. And so when he was aligning his life to this reality, making it, um, speaking it into existence, but doing something that like gesture on his podcast, which seems to be very in alignment for him, right? So he has this podcast. I don't listen to it, but apparently it's very popular. It's with his brother. A lot of people like it. And so this aligned focus to get what you want, right? Speaking it into, his, into existence, I really think that was such a good example of the universal law of assumption, the law of infinite possibilities, and the law of transmutation because he put what he wanted out into the universe and he basically told the universe, balls in your court, this is what I want. Are you going to help me make it a reality, right? And now we could also talk about the energetic match. He was becoming an energetic match for her by, again, putting himself in the energy of, oh, I could totally get Taylor Swift. I could totally be a good boyfriend to her or whatever, right? That's the energy he was putting out. He was like, let me court you. Let me woo you. Let me take you on a date. Here's my number. That's basically the energy he was putting out with what he did on his podcast, right? And so what is that? That is the law of vibration because matches of energy are going to match each other, like energetic match. So energy matches energy. And I think that is just really, really cool, right? And also this whole, I want to give you my phone number is basically the law of inspired action, right? You need to take physical action to bring what you desire into reality because what we want, so I talked about timelines, right? There are infinite timelines, infinite possibilities, but you need to take 
physical action to make those possibilities come into reality. So if what you want is in this energetic plane, you need to take physical action to make it go from the energetic plane to the physical plane, right? So him being like, I will take you out. I put the ball in her court. And he also then basically said, Hey, Taylor, I saw you at Arrowhead stadium, which is where he plays football. So why don't you come watch me at Arrowhead stadium and play football? Right. That's what he said. He's like, I watched you do your thing. You watch me do my thing. And he extended the invite on another podcast, which again, speaking it into existence, the universal law of assumption, also the universal law of inspired action, right? Because energy that is in action matters Ener or the energy in the action matters, right? So if you really want something, I think that the, all these universal laws are showing you how you can make it a reality, right? You guys know, if you've listened to my, um, my episode, that's all about the universal law of assumption and, uh, what's the word, what were they calling it? Lucky girl syndrome. Well, lucky girl syndrome has a has essentially become this concept of Delulu. I'm Delulu. I'm delusional. And basically saying, I'm going to just be delusional about what I want and maybe it'll become reality. And again, that is basically manifestation in a fucking nutshell. It is manifestation in a nutshell. And it is so funny to me that all these different cultural concepts are becoming the forefront and they are manifestation. They are manifestation. And it's just so cool to me to see. So again, what did Travis Kelsey do that, in my opinion, was basically manifestation? This guy has been manifesting this shit for a while. Like I said, so not only did he say it on his podcast when he was interviewed by someone else, and I don't remember who, he was like, hey, Taylor, come watch me play. Again, what is that? Universal law of assumption. And I would say it's really the universal law of inspired action. He was taking physical action to make what he desired that was in the energetic plane come into reality. And guess what? She fucking showed up, which good for her. And you know, there are reports, oh, they've been dating for a while. Who knows? Who knows? Again, this could all be PR. They could be not dating. They could be dating. I don't know. But let's go based on the assumption that it is reality because honestly, I think it's just really cool examples. So that's Travis's side, right? And I think Taylor has been also manifesting it. And you know, I should really look at their human design charts because I would not be shocked if she is a non-specific manifester and he is a specific manifester. I would not be fucking shocked because she has a ton of signs that point to him in her lyrics from like years ago. And it's fucking wild. And that's where I'm like, there are a lot of weird synchronicities and universal signs that I'm like, huh, huh, this intrigues me. So what what's the first one that I that I saw that I heard about? So if you are an OG fan, like I said, I've been listening to her since debut. And in her song, Mary's song, she has a line that says, I'll be 87, you'll be 89. Okay. And what is his number? 87. And what is her number? So Kansas City gave her a a Chiefs jersey, and the number on it was 89. So even though the line was like, I'll be 87, you'll be 89, it's still flip-flopped. And that's kind of wild. And I'm sure they gave her an 89 jersey because her album 1989 is very popular. It's like probably her most popular, if not one of her most popular albums. And it's kind of the one that really just took her to pop star, just like mega fame. Okay. Like she was already a very popular country artist. And then that came out and was like, boom. Okay. Pop. Damn. Got it. So again, a song from, I believe her first fucking album, if I'm remembering correctly, it's on her first or second album, is basically 
putting into existence, I'll be 87, you'll be 89. How do they both have Kansas City Chief jerseys that have those numbers? That's fucking weird. Okay, that is, in my opinion, that is a synchronicity, right? So now, in her uh, song Cornelia Street, she has a line, and I might butcher it, but this is the gist that says, street lights pointed us towards Arrowhead leading us home. Okay, why does that matter? Matter. Arrowhead is the name of the stadium where he plays football and where she performed in and he saw her live. So they both saw each other do their own thing in Arrowhead Stadium. And that has been, from what we know now, a connection point for them. And apparently in her astrology, um, I don't know 100%, but her Venus sign, apparently there's something to do. Well, one, I think it might be Sagittarius, but she's a Sagittarius, okay? And arrowhead the archer and they both have like this archer move they do she is a sagittarius the sign for sagittarius is i believe a centaur which is like has an, a bow and arrow like the known sign for sagittarius is a bow and hair a bow and arrow again arrowhead i'm sorry but that's just fucking weird and you guys are probably like erica erica this is the get empowered podcast why do we give a fuck um because i think it's really cool seeing manifestation come into reality and again this is an old fucking song. I mean, it's not that old, but it's older, right? It's not like she wrote it yesterday for the guy, right? It's not a new song talking about this situation. These are old songs that then are becoming reality. And now this isn't in a song, but I think it's really interesting. And I always love when we see these synchronicities, right? So she has a song, Marjorie, and it is all about her late grandmother and how important her late grandmother was for her. Well, her late grandmother was born on October 5th. Guess what day? Travis was born October 5th in 1989, which again, 1989, very significant for Taylor. And his birthday is October 5th, 1989. So the same birthday as her late grandmother, who she loves, who she has a whole song for, like that's kind of fucking weird, right? Can we all just acknowledge that is weird? All right. Now again, and I would say all of this, I would put into the law of assumption, also the law of vibration. I would say overall, this is going to be very law of assumption, law of vibration-y, potentially law of inspired action because she's speaking it into existence. But I think what he did was a bit more action taking than her. And that's where I could see this as her being a non-specific manifester and him being a specific manifester in human design. If you did not know more about human design, um, I can dive into it more if you guys want. But in human design, they're specific and non-specific manifestation. And I'm a non-specific manifester. So I would say like, I desire my dream home. And maybe there's a couple things in my dream home that I'd like. But for me, it's more the energy behind the dream home that's going to help me manifest the dream home. Where a specific manifester would be like, no, I want a six-bedroom house with, I don't know, a red door and it's white and has like blue shutters, whatever. They would like get very specific and it's on this island and it has this view. Like they would get very, very specific, right? Where hers, now, yes, we're looking at specific lyrics, but it's not like about one specific person, but she's putting this out into the universe about her hopes and her dreams and her love songs, right? And it's kind of really cute that all these love songs are kind of becoming her reality now because she's been speaking them over and over and over. And how funny is it that on her era's tour where she's going back through her catalog and singing these songs that she probably hasn't sang in a long fucking time, right? Because she hasn't toured in years and she's doing it night after night after night after night. 
that is speaking it into existence over and over and over and over. That's pretty fucking cool, right? And again, that would be the law of transmutation because you're speaking into existence what you want over and over and over. And I think that's very cool because you're taking that aligned focus. You're aligning yourself to get the outcome you desire. And this is happening in her lyrics. Now, another thing, Taylor is known for loving the number 13, right? 13 is very big for her. She's born on December 13th. She's just done all these like what she calls Easter eggs. Her and her fans call them Easter egg, different signs or whatever. She loves 13. This guy is her 13th public boyfriend or connection or whatever, right? So we don't actually know if they're boyfriend, girlfriend, but he is the, the 13th public guy that she's been connected with. That's crazy. 13 is her lucky number. That's crazy, right? So again, manifestation, universal signs, angel numbers, these are all things to look at, right? And then in her song 15 on her Fearless album, which again was fucking years ago, she says, you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team. You didn't know what it would be at 15 or something like that. But again, she says, you'll be doing, or you'll do greater things than dating the boy on the football team. And honey, she is at the peak of her fucking career right now. She is literally crushing it. And she may be dating the boy on the football team. We don't actually know. She appears to be dating the boy on the football team, but guess what? She's doing a lot of things greater than that. So do you see like how this is literally like manifestation in universal law coming into real life? And now let me take my relationship as an example, okay? So as you guys know, I fucking love Nicholas Sparks books. I love it. I love, love, love it. And I always wanted like this storybook romance, right? And let me tell you, like that's kind of Kyle and I, and that doesn't mean we're perfect, right? Like in the Nicholas Sparks books, there's always like this amazing beginning where they just fall in love so quick. And they're like, I don't know how this is going to work. And they have these obstacles thrown at them and they have these character flaws, but then it all ends up like, well, I guess not in every book it ends up good, but there's like this happy ending of sorts. Right. And so with Kyle and I, so I grew up reading these books. I grew up watching those movies. I fucking loved them. Okay. I loved them. I love those movies. I love those books. They were like my fucking favorite. Okay. And now I don't know. I don't remember if I've really talked about this on the podcast, but maybe you're new. Maybe you don't know the story, but when Kyle and I first started like talking, dating, whatever, we kind of moved very quick and you know, some people may call us crazy, but it's worked out so far. So maybe not, maybe I would call this manifestation. Right. And so I took inspired action to only date, um, things that felt right. Right. Like I was being very, very picky when I was in this dating phase, when I was dating and when I met Kyle, I was being very, very picky. I was not just going to date anyone. I really was like, I would rather be single than with the wrong person. That was my mindset. Right. And so when I met Kyle, we went to brunch and we had a great fucking time. We had a great time. We went to brunch and then we like basically walked around um, the area for like an hour because I just really liked him. And then when we were on our way home, he like, we said goodbye. Um, he was already talking about like the second date or the third date or whatever. He's already talking about future dates, like literally on the drive home. He was like, when I was driving home, he like sent me a text like, oh, like maybe we could do this for the second date or maybe we could do that for the second date. So that was like a Saturday. It was over a Memorial Day weekend. Yes, Memorial Day. Um, 
So it was over a Saturday. We, I saw him on Saturday and then Sunday I could tell we both wanted to spend time together, but we didn't want to say anything. Right. So he had mentioned, Oh, I'm going to visit a friend that lives in your area. And I was like, okay, well, after you visit them, it's like a family friend, basically like his adopted grandpa is what he calls him. I was like, okay, well, after you visit that person, if you want to go for a walk or hang out or something, let me know. Um, and it was a Sunday. Now we had a three day weekend, but I was like, I'm not going to go to the fucking bar with you. But like, if you want to do something, hang out, let me know. So this man comes over and we just sit on my fucking porch for like an hour and a half and just talk. We just talk. And then he had a motorcycle at the time and he's like, Oh, can I take you on my motorcycle? I want to show you something cool. And I've known this man a day. I think we talked for maybe like a week before we went on our date, but like I had met him the day before. And he's like, can I take you on my motorcycle? And I was like, sure, why not? So then he takes me on the, his motorcycle. He takes me around um, Scottsdale and shows me like, he took me up this mountain and showed me like a very, very pretty view of the city that I'd never been to and it's just gorgeous. I don't remember if the moon was full, but I do remember the moon was like very, very pretty that night. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Is that not like some of the most Nicholas spark shit you've ever heard? Like I'm riding on the back of his fucking motorcycle date too, with this guy who obviously really likes me and wants to spend time with me. And we just sat on my fucking porch and talked like, it's so boring, but so Nicholas sparks all in one. Right. And then the third date was the next day. He was like, I had a plan to go uh, paddleboarding for Memorial day, but he was like, after you go paddleboarding, can I make you dinner? Can you come over and I make you dinner? And I was like, sure. I went over, had dinner. We danced in his fucking kitchen, like slow dance to Morgan Wallen. And it was very cute. Like he just like asked me to dance. I was like, why not? Again, I'd never done that with someone before. Like it was so cute. He just swept me off my feet. Guy has game. What can I say? And we like talked all night. We went for a walk. We just like hung out way too fucking long. And like knowing what I know now about him. And I was like, why the fuck on a work night? Did you hang out with me till like one or two in the morning when you literally had to go to work like two hours later, like you're psycho, but it's fine, whatever it's worked out. And then we just like hit it off instantly. And then that Thursday after, so it was a Monday, he was going um, on a boy's trip that following weekend. And he was going to be leaving on a Thursday. He's like, can I see you before I go? I'd like to maybe bring you coffee on Thursday. So I ended up making him breakfast and he brought me coffee on Thursday and it was really cute. And then he went on this boy's trip. And when he got back from the boy's trip, he's like, I really want you to be my girlfriend. So it's like, we had this very fast timeline, very Nicholas Sparks-esque, right? Like all these movies I saw growing up, the guys meets the girl and they like hit it off and they think it's very serious. And everyone thinks they're crazy because it's been like two weeks and they're like, no, when you know, you know. And like, don't get me wrong. I would not say it was love at first sight, but it was definitely like, I know this is different. And I know that for sure. And actually we joke about it, but on that third date, when he like made me dinner, he jokingly said, I love you. And I was like, uh, we're going to just ignore that that fucking happened. But I don't think he was actually joking, which is the funny thing. And he had already like, when he was giving me a house tour, he was basically like, oh, like your clothes could go in my walk-in closet. Like if you moved in and then he asked me to move in after about like, I don't know, a month, maybe a month and a half of dating. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. But for whatever reason, I just feel like I should say yes to this. And my gut said, go for it. And so I did. And we moved in. Now we had to break my lease, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't like officially, officially move in until I think like four months of dating, but that's still fucking wild, right? Like I was basically moved in with all my shit, like two months in, 
which is just crazy. And it's like, are you, Erica, are you okay? Are you a little psychopath? That was probably not smart. And that's where a lot of people will be like, you dumb fucking bitch. But I really think when you know, you know. And I'm like, did I manifest this from taking inspired action, from matching my energy, right? Like the law of inspired action, law of vibration, law of assumption. Because I was at that point in my life where I was like, no, I will not accept less than I deserve. Law of assumption. So I don't know, guys. I just think it's really fun to see manifestation come like come into reality and maybe this is all like not making sense to you but what i really want you to take from this is if you speak it into existence like your words are very very powerful your words are powerful and the energy behind your words are very powerful and the energy behind your words again is going to be that law of inspired action um and you if you want something on the physical plane you have to get it from the energetic plane but you need to take physical action to make it go from energetic plane to physical plane okay and so i don't know guys i just think that there are so many fun signs in this little relationship that may be happening i see it in my own life in my own relationship and i just i don't know it's like so inspiring to me and that's why i wanted to talk about it that's why i wanted to do a little case study because i've seen this happen in my own life and i feel like it may be happening in this taylor travis situation but how can you make it happen in your own life right how can you make this become reality so if you are like okay arca that's cool but how does this apply to me what do i do with this so i want you to think of again all the different universal laws we talked about today the universal law of assumption Okay. The universal law of infinite possibilities, the universal or the law of vibration, the law of inspired action, this whole concept of being Delulu, being delusional, being in your lucky girl syndrome era or whatever. Right. I just really think, and what I've noticed and what I've experienced in my own life is the actions that you take and the words that you speak are going to define your reality. Okay. And we are seeing this so clearly in this whole situation with Travis and Taylor. So when you think about what do you want? What do you want? Do you want to build a six figure business? Do you want to have the relationship of your life that fills up your cup and makes you feel so loved and so wanted? Do you want to have your dream body? Do you want to have your dream home? What can you do to make it a part of your real life existence your every single day i mean even today guys i looked at my youtube and the last episode i posted had way more views than i've ever fucking gotten before ever 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 and i was like what the fuck okay awesome like and i was like that's cool and you know what last week's episode i was like unsure if i should do it i was like you know this might be a little different but i don't give a fuck let's fucking talk about it and people are liking it it's crazy. Like different episodes that I've really, really enjoyed doing are just popping off randomly. Like older episodes are climbing the charts. Like it's just crazy. And I love it. It's so fun for me. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I think this is really cool and interesting. Maybe this will give other people hope and inspiration on how they can manifest in their own life. So I have several different episodes of manifestation. I will put them in the comments. So if you want to get more specific about each law, I'm not going to go into that at this time because I have episodes on that. So go listen to those. But I just really thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. If you want me to do more real life, real world examples of the universal laws and manifestation and spirituality, let me know. I love talking about spirituality. Am I an expert? No. Do I do a lot of reading and research and learning? 
Yeah. Do I really enjoy it? Yes. Have I seen it happen in my own life? Also? Yes. And do I really think it's been a huge part of my healing era? Also? Yes. So that's why I thought it'd be just fun to do something a little bit different this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I really hope that at the end of the day, even if you're not like a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey fan, you can just see that like, this can be your reality. You can make anything you desire become reality, right? I mean, I would say Taylor Swift is a fucking manifestation master. She has manifested, but, and again, this is why I think she's a non-specific manifester. So now I need to go look at her fucking chart, to be honest, because she has spoken so many things into existence and she's given like general ideas of things she wants. And she's done this and something better, like to the fucking T it's crazy. And I love to see it. And I take it as this is inspiring because I have the attitude and I really recommend this attitude, this mindset of why not me? I don't see these other people as competition or reasons why I can't. I see it as examples of why I can, why that can become my reality, why that can become a part of my life. So I really just hope that you take this and you're like, oh, fuck, manifestation is real. That's pretty fucking cool. How can I use it in my own reality? So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, I know it's a little different, but I thought it was fun. I obviously got way too into it, got super hyped and you know, why not share? So now we are going to see what the universe wants us to know this week via these chakra cards. I love doing these chakra card readings. I love doing them for myself. I love sharing them with you guys. So let's see what the universe wants us to know this week. Okay, this week we pulled the family card, which is connected to the base chakra and a hematite crystal. If you are interested in crystals, that's a crystal I would recommend for this situation. So this is basically saying that you need to be aware that there's a powerful energy of your ancestors surrounding you. Maybe things you are going through right now are connected to your family karma. As you may know, we have these physical things that are passed down by our family, right? Like we have the genetics, but also there is energy that's passed down. And actually we're seeing it now through the DNA, right? Like that generational trauma, those generational wounds are passed down, but also there's this thing called karma right? And it has been understood for thousands of years that we carry these patterns of our family into our reality, right? So just take a time. This could be a chance that any challenges you're going through are connected to your karma. So what I would really recommend doing is taking some time to quiet your mind, quiet the soul, and just see what's coming up for you. What challenges are you facing? And just know that your ancestors are here to support you. So think about what are the challenges are facing are there any connections to the family karma? And just maybe ask your ancestors, put it back in their lap. You can say, ancestors, please support me, please heal me. And just see yourself, like take some time in meditation, see yourself handing it back to them. You know, family is an integral part of life. We're born into it. We can't choose our family and we all have different challenges. So this card could be indicating like that you're going through a challenging time with your family. I know I've had that in my own family, right? But I just want to encourage you that it can get better, okay? The affirmation for this card is, I am at peace and at one with my family, right? So this could be just a reminder, a sign for you that even if you're going through some conflict, that it can get better. And if you know my story, you know I've seen that in my own life. You know, I didn't talk to my biological father for 18 fucking years, and now we've been rebuilding our relationship, and I would have never expected that. But part of why I think that happened is I, I 
I basically ask the universe just for the support, right? So you ask your ancestors, you have your loved ones around you, you have your spirit guides, they can help you. So if you're facing challenges, again, maybe they're maybe the challenges you're facing at the moment have nothing to do with like your family karma, but maybe this is your sign and a reminder to lean on your ancestors, to ask them to send you um, good healing energy. They are there for you. They are part of your spiritual team, right? So just take some time to ask them to come and support you from the other side. They're there for you. A very powerful way to do that is to get into nature, get into trees, right? Like spend some time with the trees. And like, I'm just envisioning, um, the Pocahontas movie. Uh, I forget her name, but like the mother earth tree and like the grandma tree or whatever. That's what I picture. Right. But soup, like truly guys that the vibrational energy of nature is very, very powerful. So this is your sign and your reminder. And so again, I'm going to repeat the affirmation. I'm at peace and at one with my family. So I know that this episode was a little bit different. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen, taking the time to support me. It really does mean the world, honestly. And it's been really fun. It's fun to do this podcast. I'm loving that we're growing. So this is just the reminder to continue to share, share with your friends, share with your family. You know, if you're not subscribed on YouTube, please subscribe. It means the world to me. It really does help us. It helps us to continue to grow, continue to reach new people. And I am so, so thankful for each and every one of you. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Do not forget to stay empowered. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.